You guys are ready. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Toby's ready. Toby's got a book over here. I'm totally unprepared. Toby's got oh, no. a book. No, no. It's it's any time we record. I started like a month ago. I just make sure to have notes and have something to hark into, but I have nothing to say. Gotcha. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's got the book intense. of basketball next to him. <clears throat> From what I'm hearing, it could just be like a joke book or something. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He's going to start talking about Yakov Smirnov in the middle of the show. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the middle of the show, we might as well get to the beginning of the show. Welcome to the Blank Slate. <clears throat> Thanks for pushing play, downloading, or streaming this son of a bitch. Uh, this is a podcast podcast with podcasting. Uh, I am your host, Rich, joined by my uh, co-host in Orlando, Florida, Mullet, how's it going, Mullet? It's going good. At what point will this no longer be the blank slate, a podcast, podcast with entertainment, and just podcast the podcast, a podcast, podcast with podcasting and podcasts? That's essentially what I've been saying like the last few months. I'm fine with it. Uh, it's just, still, it will then become our best named podcast. Yeah, of course. Uh, it already was anyway. It's true. Um, and joined with you in person. Yeah. Hey. Oh, so say my name first. I can't just yell, hey, I could have been anyone. I still can be anyone. Who am I? I'm, I'm going to stop. Send in your guesses to at blank slate pod. <laughs> Don't uh, introduce me. Not going to introduce you for the entire show. Uh, and I'll just bill you as a mystery guest. Whoever whoever gets this right, I'll send them a box of snack wells. They still make snack wells. Are you asking or are you like saying that surprisingly? No, like, do they still make snack wells? Oh, uh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I just don't know where. Okay. I thought you were saying, like, they still make snack wells. Oh, it's going to be fucking hard now to not say your name. Good Lord. <laughs> I just got to pretend you're somebody on another podcast. Anyway, uh is <laughs> in the same room as Mullet. Because <laughs> <laughs> you realize you wouldn't be able to have done it either. I just kind of wanted to move on from this bit. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh and yeah, we are gathered here on this lovely afternoon. It's kind of weird doing this in the daylight. Oh, we have no daylight here because it's been pouring in the, like a motherfucker all day long. Oh yeah, I saw on like Facebook, everyone in Florida has been in like a tornado warning. Yeah, we had a tornado warning here until like around like ten thirty, eleven. Um, and yeah, I, the reason it took me so long to get home, or I didn't even go home first. I went to my doctor's appointment straight because of how bad it was raining and how much it was flooding. Jesus. Yeah, it's been a fun day to uh, to be inside and do nothing. Well, it is bright and sunshiny here in Chicago with snow on the ground and hopes in the air. And speaking of hopes in the air, I have a lot of hope. Did you guys, for this movie, did you guys, real quick, just want to kind of talk about this because it came out today. You see the new um, Jurassic World trailer? No, I didn't get a chance to yet. Mm. It's all over my Facebook, and I, I whenever that stuff happens, like I, I have to wait like three extra days. <laughs> really? See, I do it. I do it then, just so I can form my own opinion that I still don't tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, "This is fucking great," or "This fucking sucks." I'm like, "I watched it." If you want to know, I'll talk to you about it in person. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I mean, well, essentially what I'm doing now, anyway. It's like I watched it. All right, cool. I'm not gonna talk about it, uh, except for this is technically talking about it. But even then, it's like, all right, well, you know. You know how trailers go. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll watch it tonight uh, with, along with like the other like nineteen things I'm trying to do. But yeah, it's it's got Chris Pratt. It's got if you are a fan of Mary movies, it's got Erfin Khan, that motherfucker. 
I'll see him in anything. I watch him in the. I'll watch him as Daisy Dukes in the Dukes of Hazard. He's amazing. He's great. He's um, got uh, Judy Greer at the beginning of the uh, trailer. Uh, you know her as a voice of a bunch of different things. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's a great cast. The the director's got a lot of buzz around him. Uh, He's I'm the bored. same guy that did uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Yes, which I, I know you've seen, but I haven't. You yeah. have a lot of good things to say about it. Yeah, it's so. good. Uh, oh, I also saw... Oh, I talked about that before. Anyway, um, yeah. But I'm also, I also take the same approach to a few things as well uh, as you do, Tope. Like, it took me about a week after hearing about it on Facebook uh, to listen to Serial, which I know you have. And, oh, man, no, don't get, we can't get started on this because I've, I've had liter, literal three-hour conversations just like, if, if you haven't listened to it, then I, well, awesome, you haven't listened to it. Yet. No, I've never listened to it. It is one of the greatest things I've ever experienced. And what is it, like, what is it about exactly? So basically how the show works, it is, uh, it's a podcast where every season is just an in-depth like report on one case or one something. So there's this case in uh, Maryland, is it? Yeah, it's in it's in Baltimore County, sort of. And it's just like about this this seventeen year old Asian girl who was murdered, and then her the person they suspected who did it is in jail for life. Her ex boyfriend. But there's so many twists and turns. It's so hard to explain. Listen, so it's basically. An, all right, I'm gonna try. It's an episode of Law and Order SVU over the course of many podcasts, but really good. Well, it's, I wouldn't say SVU because. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, like, but it's a crime procedural in a podcast form, but, and, it's but real. true. Yeah, but true. So it's okay. Yeah, okay, okay. So it's like mixing like a crime procedural and true detective in a podcast. It's sort of and, like like I told you, it's like Law and Order for your ears. Okay. That's yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I know we don't have to get too too into it because uh, I know there are like podcasts devoted to talking about this podcast. That's ridiculous. It, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Uh. But yeah, I had seen it for like about a week or something like that, and then I asked uh, uh my friend Sarah, just like, hey, what's this serial thing? And then she told me, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I think it was Don. Don who? Toby, you know who I'm talking about. I thought the same thing. Oh, oh, I don't know. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing, but I, 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 I think, I think he, I don't know, man. Jay, what about? Jay? How did Jay know about the car? I think maybe Don and Jay are in on it together. No, and no one questioned. No one questioned Don. If you haven't listened to Cyril, it's been downloaded five million plus times. It's yeah. the. It's literally the number one podcast of all time. That's not a shoot. Already? It yeah. just started. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It started two months ago. It's the number one podcast of all time. How sad is Adam Carolla? <laughs> Very, because he listens to it too. <laughs> and I'm sure he bitches about it just as much. Uh, for an hour and a half. I don't know if you listen. To, we're an hour. This podcast just became podcast. We'll start the NBA one in about 20 minutes. It's a uh, podcast podcast about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I just bitched about. Um, I forget. I think it was like two or three weeks ago on the BS Report. Bill Simmons was talking to Cousin Sal. And they were talking about they had like a nice like Vegas trip with uh, their families. And Corolla was there. And literally at the dinner the first night, Adam Corolla talked for an hour about how some guy you've never heard of was a better songwriter than Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. For uh, an John, hour. John Hyatt. John Hyatt. John Hyatt. Like, I, I've heard of the name before, but I don't know what the hell he sings. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I think he'd have some opinions about this podcast. Right now. Oh, Just, just yeah. guess. 
I'll, I'll ask Robert about him, actually. I was, I was literally just about to say, Robert is probably the biggest Adam Carolla fan I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'll get an earful. You'll get two hours about Adam Carolla's one hour. Yeah, I don't know about an hour, man. Carolla's long-winded. Um, but yeah, so, but we did kind of, you know, get the, 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 the band together to talk a little hoops. Yep. We are a decent way into the season now and, you know, pretty much more or less have it, uh, an idea of for the most part, what teams are going to be and what they are. I feel except for the teams with like, you know, major injuries and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I can see just looking at the list right now, there would be. I think three teams that I could see a big change in, but that's about it. But we'll get to those when we come to them. But everybody else, I'm like, yeah, they kind of look to be like where they are. I mean, it is, it is still early in the season. Um, yeah. You know, our two top teams in the league are Memphis and Toronto at 12 Ooh. and two. Um, you better store if they were still in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible series. <laughs> you spend the last four years going to Miami. It's like, oh, fuck. We got to go between Toronto and Vancouver. Oh, Wilbon <laughs> would be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine the um, – I'm just imagining like the postgame. I was like, what do you guys think about uh, – I mean, we just want to go home. <laughs> None of you guys live here? No, we don't live here. Damn it. Uh, Philadelphia still hasn't won a game? Uh, yeah, Philadelphia – uh, there was uh, a question I saw posed online somewhere. Are they going to win less games than the Eagles? <laughs> oh. It is It is on the table. They are looking at it right here. So they uh, the only person that they are outscoring per game are the Oklahoma City Thunder by three-tenths of a point at 89.9. Uh, and there's about 50 points sitting on the bench and injuries for the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, their difference is that uh, they're uh, – uh, plus minus point differential is 16 points. Oh, the next worst is the Lakers at 9.6. That is insane. They are also giving up the most amount of points. No, they're not. They're giving up the third most amount of points behind the Lakers and Minnesota. You know, oh. defense, man. Yeah. Oh, and there's also, also Boston's giving up more than them, but they're in the bottom four of that. Uh, yeah, they are the worst basketball team, I think, of all time professionally. We can say that unequivocally. Already, that Bob, there's I forgot what year is, but the Bobcats team that won like the lowest percentage of games, so like oh the shortened season two yeah. years ago. That was a that's the thing you can they give this team, team. This team was is the worst built team to play, but like that Bobcats team was trying to win. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why you kind of got to put a big old asterisk on this team just for the fact that there's no it's so transparent. They've lost something along the lines of like 48 of their last like 51 games or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's insane. Who? Uh, here's a little mini quiz for you. Who is their leading points per game player? I do know this. Rich, do you know? <laughs> I do not know. He also be, leads them in assists and steals if that helps. What's that? He also leads them in assists and steals if that helps. Well, I was going to guess, you know, the – <clears throat> Excuse me, the reigning rookie of the the year, Michael uh, Carter Williams. Michael Carter Williams. Fuck no, no. <laughs> You've heard of him. I think yeah. he's only played half the games this year, like five or six. He's been hurt the whole year. Oh yeah. really? 
Yeah, I think he played. Exactly. He played against the Blazers uh, Monday night. He had twenty four and seven. Um, Who the uh, fuck Tumpa, is you can Tony say Rooten? What? Who the fuck is Tony Rooten? <laughs> I, I was just gonna say Tony because I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. <laughs> so I was gonna give Tony it to you. Rooten. Tony Rooten. Tony like Fonzie. Tony, Tony Rooten is from Renton, Washington. <laughs> what did you say, Rich? Tony Rooten is from Renton, Washington. That's just not fair. Roten Renton. Um, yeah, he will. What do you mean? <laughs> she will be on the end of this year. They're like, you're averaging almost 18 points a game. You need to get off this team. Really. <laughs> you to a playoff team. Hey, he was the number one draft pick. In Where? By oh, the developmental? In the D-League? What? No, no, no. 2012, number one, first round, first round draft pick, 25th pick by the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, okay. I thought you felt like number one overall. I'm like, <laughs> where? In the D League. In the D League, yeah. Um, he's one of their three first round picks that is that is active. Okay. Yeah. God damn this team. All right, we took way too much time on seventy seconds. Yeah, so they haven't won a game. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, we can start at the top. I, I definitely wouldn't have predicted that the like we said the Grizzlies and the Raptors would be number one. I mean, it's not inconceivable for the Raptors compared to the other competition in the West. I would say Memphis. I mean, also they played two more games in Golden State, who've lost just as many games. Um, but still, those Memphis is this year's Portland. Even though Portland's right behind them in that, I see them having a very hot start and then kind of going going. Off a little bit uh, at no, the end of the season. I, I don't in that uh, Memphis has been consistently good for the last few years, whereas Portland, that was kind of a surprise last year, and they, you know, strung together a lot of wins early. Whereas, like, Memphis, I think, knows what they're doing, and they're just doing it more consistently now. More so, but that's the thing. More so what I meant by that is that they're normally, they're normally scrapping and clawing around the middle of the year to stay in the Western Conference hunt. And then the second half of the year is when they kind of assert their their style and their dominance and they become the four or five seed they are every year. Whereas this year it's like, oh my God, what? Like they're already like out there 12 and two. Yeah. Normally they normally they're kind of middle around. So it's it's a reverse, which is why I see possibly it being reversed near the end of the season. Or it might just be them finally having it all together. That that's true as well. Um which will suck for a whole one sec. You know what I'm saying? Who are we talking about? Oh, Memphis, though. Because, um, yeah, I mean, they've been, you know, pretty consistent in their lineup and just every, everything surrounding that team and culture has been incredibly consistent for the last few years. So it makes sense on, you know, when you think about it, like, yeah, it caught a lot of people off guard because it still doesn't, they still don't really have anyone that, you know, really stands out to you. But when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I guess, I, I don't know, it's just, I, I think Memphis, I think of the past couple years and them, you know, just the that consistent playoff team that nobody believes in long term compared to the rest of the, the, the teams in that conference. They're the, they've been the redheaded Western Conference playoffs step, stepchild, essentially, because you expect Golden State to be there. You expect Houston to be there. San Antonio, Dallas, the Clippers um, and an OKC. Them and Portland have been the two where it's like, oh, we're going to do this again because they had there hasn't been the jump that you've expected from the younger teams, um, or they just nick out a team like Phoenix last year, who's I look right now is still ninth and cannot ever get a fucking break. Um, Toronto, 
is terrifying. Uh, I mean, yeah. You would especially know that as a Cavs fan, considering their game they had last week and the Toronto contingent that showed up for that game. Yeah. You you saw that, right? You saw the clip of that? Yeah, yeah I saw that. How they couldn't <laughs> even drown them out with their PA system and, just... and blaring music over Toronto fans in Cleveland? Hey, look, all right? We the North, motherfucker. <laughs> look, all right? Those are all the people that were still crying about Vince Carter, uh, which I've watched that so many times. God bless him for dr- drumming up emotion in Toronto for the first time in 15 years. <laughs> it's like good for him. You know, like he, he earned his Hall of Fame spot finally and whatnot. But you don't give a dick. Um, yeah, they're, they're one piece away from being legit. Because, again, I don't see them being number one at the end of the season. Yeah, no. T- like, the way you talk about Memphis, I see Toronto. Toronto doing? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. But they, I think, are going to be attractive to to a player near the trade deadline that needs to be unloaded that could really make a difference for them. Yeah. My, my, my question is, why can't they be the 2014 Spurs? Why, why, why do they need – why can't, as they are, just be a, a deep bench as they, they are? Not deep as in talent, but you can go 10 guys, you know, total. Because it's going to be – it's gonna, to them, it's going to come down to playoff minutes. It's, they, 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 need, they need some level of experience to handle the experience that Chicago is going to bring, the experience that Miami is going to bring, the experience that LeBron has. Um, I, I said it on purpose. Uh, <laughs> And even, and even you figure like they, all right. So though, so those guys are gonna have the same playoff experience as Washington. Washington on paper is a more talented team than Toronto. So I, I feel like if you if you add a a, a a win a more winning presence to that team in the second half of the season in the playoffs, that's why. Whereas the Spurs, the Spurs have been running that machine for a long time. The Toronto is still working at the kinks of the machine. Um. It's a great looking machine. Like I asked, pose a question to Tope: Would Kyle Lowry almost be like the MVP of the league so far? To this date, to, I would say almost to this date. Uh, Tope said He's Gasol. In the I, 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 yeah, I, Gasol. I say right now, Paul. Uh, Paul Gasol. <laughs> One of the Paul Gasol and a half. <laughs> uh, Mark Gasol. Yeah, ab- absolutely. He's been, and it's not like he's putting up crazy numbers. And just I, I don't want to tan- tangent, but since we are talking about MVPs. Have you guys seen Rondo's stat line this year? It's ridiculous. I haven't seen uh, – I don't haven't seen it recently, but I know he's averaging – is he close to a triple? Yes. That's what I thought. I knew he was like something to the fact of he's averaging 10 assists and 1.7 steals. But no, let me go here. It just depends on his boards, right? He's got uh, – he's averaging 10 points, 7 boards, and 10 assists. That's ridiculous. Jesus, please. He's averaging six. Oh, defensive! I read that backwards. I'm like, he's averaging six point five offensive rebounds a game, and I got my columns reversed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the fact that that team has four wins is because of him. But that's the thing. Like, he's is he going to be on that team come February? And that's the thing. Do one of the contenders that you guys were talking about go after him and but risk blowing their chemistry up, which is exactly what like a team like like. Like Toronto, you know, would probably have to throw a lot there and they'd be left with, well, they don't need him because they have Kyle Lowry. But still, 
you know, a team like Memphis, you know, sure, Mike Conley's great. I think that would be blowing the chemistry up right there. Well, yeah, absolutely. And again, Rondo will not resign on either one of those places. No matter, because again, he it's a location thing. But, but yeah, but that, that's the kind of thing. There's a lot of those guys kind of like, you know, with Dwight, kind of with um, Dwight both years. Um, <laughs> where there's going to be that kind of player, I feel like, that's going to be available that, you know, like Cleveland was almost thinking – for like a rent a year rental or like the Lakers, sorry, the Lakers did with Dwight as a year rental, they might throw a flyer on and then risk ruining their long-term chances. But, um, uh, and back to MVPs. Yeah. Those would be my two. Cause anybody else, uh, again, uh, also Curry's been playing really well. Um, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson as well. I would, I would honestly put LeBron James in the top in my top five. Because that team would be worse, a lot worse, a lot, a lot worse <laughs> without LeBron James on that team. How bad would they be, Tope? They would be. <laughs> you remember Pearl Harbor, the movie, not the <laughs> historical event? Yes. Wouldn't be that bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. We haven't talked about I haven't talked about him on this show yet. <laughs> Just, well, can I kind of like frame? I guess we're going into the cast, sure. so I kind of frame it because it was kind of it's well, I guess I'm gonna call Lakers syndrome or even like the Eagle syndrome, where it's like, oh, we have all these players, they're gonna be great immediately. What number is gonna be more? LeBron's shooting percentage or the number of wins? And it's like it takes a while for people to get used to each other. Mm-hmm. So, if you would put the Cavs in your most disappointing teams. Of the year so far, who else would fall in that mold and why? Most disappointing teams. Yeah. Uh, let me look here. And I still think the Cavs are because of expectation. And oh, of course. Talent. I am not worried because we saw this happen in Miami. Like if Miami had started the season like fifteen and two, their first year, I'd have been like, okay, well, shit. You know, like I'm a little worried. But they were nine and eight. We're six and seven. We've had a ridiculously hard schedule to start the year. We've had a insane schedule, and we played Denver twice, and we lost one of those fucking games. Um, yeah, I'd say we, there were some pretty big differences though between this team and that first Miami team. Well, yeah, I mean, Wade had a championship, but at the same, on More the same token, I think it's a better fit of LeBron, Love, and Irving than Bosh and Wade and LeBron in terms of what they can do on a court together. So remember, Wade and LeBron didn't play on the court together all that much because they do a lot of the same things. LeBron just does all of them better. Um, I feel like they fit together because of experience. We're all older than Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I think me and Rich, you're younger than Kevin Love, but me and Rich, we're older than Kevin Love. Like there's still they're not they're not the best they're going to be yet. And that's why I'm also not worried. Um, Look, all I'm saying is, yeah, David Blatt may have had a pretty, a pretty offense on YouTube. Their defense isn't exactly much to be shown for. And you know what, Mike Brown, that? Mike Brown is not walking through that door anytime soon <laughs> because his head is too big. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Franklin the Turtle. <laughs> um, no, Dave, I like David Blatt. 
I don't like looking at David Blatt. I've said that to you guys. It's so just, many times. It's, uh, I keep, like, every time they interview him, it would be like the third and the fourth quarter. I'm like, God, our coach looks like such a dummy. He just looks, he looks like the third goon in like every action comedy ever. He's like, hey, boss, what's going on? Um, it's maddening to watch the games because I, I'm starting to understand, and Tope told me ahead of time, like, you're going to love this offense. But when you hate this offense, you're going to hate this offense. Mm-hmm. And I knew from the first game when it's like, why are there four extra passes on every play? Why is there no semblance of defense? <laughs> and that's just Kevin Love. I mean... You know, it's like a, it's like a D'Antoni offense that takes its time. <laughs> I think that's a Mike Brown offense. Um, he's not walking through that door anytime soon. Because <laughs> he's eating his fat ass to death in Enemans. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something I'm worried about. Wait, Very hold w- on. Do you know of a standalone Entenmann's store that none of us know about? No, I'm just referencing Entenmann's like the company. He's eating his fat ass to death with Entenmann's. Oh, okay. He's, no, you realize that he's at, at Entenmann's? the bakery? Oh, no, no, no. No. Um, I, I'm kind of shocked we're three and four at home. Uh, we've already lost more games at home than uh, LeBron's last season in Cleveland. Um, I, I expect us to have a better presence at home. Um, it's, it's all beginning of the season jitters. If we're not the, one of the top two seeds in the conference, I would be shocked. Look, look, look. The, the home record doesn't matter as long as the businesses around the home games are thriving. Well, they are. But we still we still want to we still want to make sure that we're a decent team so they keep that up. Oh, if we're not, matter. LeBron's a job creator. We will, it's true. <laughs> uh, Maybe not a shot creator. Well, Kyrie Irving's definitely not a shot creator. He's uh, uh, at the end of this. Tobin and I are going to give our brief review on two K fifteen, which we've been playing the past two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've played two games with the Cavs. One against Tope, which I barely won. Uh, but he was the Warriors, and I played one against the computer, which I won by like 40 points, and it was so much fun. But in the game I played against Tope, I had eight assists with Kyrie Irving. And I was like, that's a fucking record. I said the same thing when he had two assists. <laughs> um, so what's the Kevin Love problem? The Kevin Love problem? Uh, no, <laughs> Tope I, just folded his arms and looked at me. No, I want to hear your answer first. It's time to think because it means a little bit more to you. But when the trade happened, I was – a hundred percent against the trade when it got him like there's no way it happened it's stupid why would you give up andrew wiggins who can hedge lebron's defense let him let him be on the second best guy even the best guy lebron can conserve himself because he was really bad at defense and he's not that bad at defense but mostly it's effort and people look at his stat line and be like oh man this guy puts up 25 and 12 I've literally seen spots when he's on Toronto where he would like jump over his center to get a rebound or not box out. So yeah, uh, we're well, you talking about. Yeah. Oh, he's in Toronto, Minnesota. Yeah, I just, I confused the shit out of me. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> so that, that's it's defense is effort. That's all it is. And a lot of offensive players, they don't. And especially in that offense with the Cavs, you're running around a lot. And it's like, oh, let me just uh, not work on this pick and roll. It's just paying attention. The Kevin Love problem to me. Remember how like crappy Chris Bosh was at first in that system, and then they figured out what he was. Kevin Love's already the kind of player Chris Bosh is. Chris Bosh just plays better defense already. Oh, wow. You just need to switch whatever LeBron did to Chris Bosh 
tell him, all right, just don't do that. <laughs> do what Chris <laughs> Bosch does now. Because Love already has the three. That's been – I don't think I've seen him make a basket that isn't a three. <laughs> I'm trying to remember when he has it. Um, his, his numbers have, of course, dropped down, which they're going to. I think I am less worried about Kevin Love than I am Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the exact. And opposite. Toby's the exact opposite. We already talk, we talked about that when we first got here. Is just that I'm concerned about the fact that if Kyrie Irving can be a, a a team playing point guard and not a list of point guards that I could name right now. Uh, hey, real quick, this is slightly off topic. When is Mike Miller going to make two shots in a game? <laughs> no, it's very much on topic. Uh. <laughs> Is it like did he get a back replacement? Like wasn't his back broken like three years ago? Yeah, it was. This is his fourteenth year in the league. God, uh, he probably won't, um, which I'm fine with. I like Joe Harris from what I've seen. Um, he's our he's like our he's our white spit fuck man. <laughs> Every team needs one, and if we can start him, sweet. Uh, I like I've liked what I've seen in Tristan Thompson in flashes. Um, our MVP has been Anderson fucking Verizal never left. He's been playing his ass off. Hashtag he, been here. He, he literally might be more important that team right now than LeBron and <laughs> that he's been like in their crappy games. He's the one that's making fucking baskets. Um, he's been wonderful. Uh, I want Dion waiters to get a lobotomy. And then leave <laughs> like for whoever the next keepsake is. So he doesn't deal with the bullshit. He's just, you know, he's he's going to be like the new Ron Artest. I just feel it in my bones. Well, you know what the problem is? I'm looking at it now. James Jones has only played three games. I'm going to say three minutes. <laughs> Which is probably also true. Um, he's played an average of five minutes a game. So almost 15 minutes. And Della Vadova's hurt. Right? I love Della Vadova off the bench. He brings a lot of. He's like kind of like our JJ Barea, um, who only had one good season, but we'll take it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You shouldn't be worried. You know what? I'm definitely not going to be worried when Lou Unmanson's playing like 20 minutes a game. It's just like because we're up 50 already. He looks a lot like our friend Tim Cack. Just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. But go going back to what you said about kind of like the Heat Cavs dynamic, and we shouldn't worry because the Heat. They started out bad, and then, you know, mm-hmm. the dirty little secret about the Heat was they were an amazing defensive team. Chris yeah, Bosh is I don't, I don't, best pick-and-roll big man, best pick-and-roll defender in the league. Wade, how many times he led the league for, like, little guys and, like, blocks and steals, yeah. and then LeBron James. I didn't want to have to say it, but. No, it's, no you guys are 100% right there. They were a great defensive team, and, we're, and, again, it's a dichotomy. We are a great offensive team. We're giving up 100 points a game. Which is we're kind of middle in the pack right now, when in terms of all that, uh, we're only averaging 102 points a game. That is going to increase, and that's if that's how we have to win games. I think I'd like to have three of the best 15 offensive players in the league on my team. Never mind if I have one of the 10 best defensive players and then everybody else. We can if it's it's a football thing. If we have to play shootouts, I like our chances in shootouts. But defense wins championships. Yeah, well, you know what? Time to fuck that tradition in the ass. 
And that's a quote from some analyst. Some that's a that's a Kenny Smith quote right there. Is that a Merrill Hodge quote? <laughs> no, I think it's what Mel Kiper said about like Jadavian Clowney. He's like he fucks defenses right up the ass. Um, I'm I'm fine with Cleveland. Uh, you posed the question earlier. Most d- disappointing team so far. Uh, I feel like it's unfair to put Oklahoma City in that category because we knew yeah, going in. Yeah, they don't. In. They don't. They get a pass. Yeah, it's still. I'm amazed that they're that bad because the team still has Serge Ibaka and Reggie Jackson's actually been playing admirably, mm-hmm. uh, even though he's well, he's been playing exactly like Russell Westbrook, <laughs> and he has been hurt too. Yeah, and he's been hurt as well. Um, the team I've been most is a, just the disappointed is Charlotte. Uh, I expected Charlotte to be kind like I would like you could have told me before the season that if Charlotte was in Toronto's spot, I'd have been like, that makes sense. All right, they got out to a really hot start. They kind of are like nine and three, ten and two. Yeah, I believe that. What? I I just don't know. I I blame it on hi. I think everyone just got way too excited for Lance Stevenson having sort of a, a feature role on a team. It. Uh, they're disappointing in that they're probably not going to get to the level with that they were last year, which was sneaking into the playoffs. But yeah, I'm not too, too surprised that on paper, this is a professional basketball, team. but it was also Lance, like Lance's first big look at like, sort of like having, like having the ball and running with it. Yeah. But that's, you know, not really turning out to be the case. But even even beyond that, they still have Al Jefferson and fucking Kemba Walker, who like even if Lance Stevenson just kind of fades back into kind of what he did in Indiana, he should make a difference compared to everything else. He's an upgrade from Gerald Henderson. I'd say I'm probably even more disappointed while we're speaking of Lance. I'd probably be more disappointed with Indiana for trying. That's <laughs> <laughs> like me and Toby were talking about that ahead of time, and that they've been really feisty. They've been too feisty. This is their perfect opportunity to, to, to get the Andrew Luck to get you know to be the Peyton. They're in the Spurs seat when they got Tim Duncan. Granted, you know there's not really a Tim Duncan in the draft, but you you have the chance to just fucking coast, to just chill and and get a number one overall seed and actually make it look legitimate, unlike Philadelphia. And and they're like, no, we're gonna fucking try our hearts out every week because you know the Midwest, <laughs> <laughs> blue oh collar God. and such. That's Larry Legend, man. You know, you think Larry Bird's gonna sit there and watch all them losing games? He should for the future of his team. But whatever, they're having fun, I guess. Well, <laughs> well what well, what is the future of that team though? When Paul George comes back, they don't have Lance Stevens anymore. David West is gonna not be on that team by the end of the year, probably. I don't if not know, somewhere they keep else. playing this way. But they're is he really going to want to play for an eight seed or just missing the playoffs? I don't think so. Even so, he's a free agent after this year, right? right yeah. So he would leave anyway because um, he's at the point where he wants to play on a team that's definitely going to be playing well, for championships. Then if they're getting Paul George back, and plus they would potentially be getting a good draft pick back, that would automatically be another contender to you know of those places to go if you're a free agent. See, I, I, that's I don't what you're looking for No, I think he's gone in a half because even. All right. So then you have him, Paul George. Let's say if they stay kind of where they are and make the playoffs like the 13th, 14th, 15th pick and Roy Hibbert's expiring life. Well, I'm saying if they weren't playing so well, that's what I'm saying. So it would be as a better as draft as, pick. As long as he's on that team, they're going to be playing well because he's threatening them with murder 
in the locker room if they don't play well. He's Trump. Move aside, Paul Darden, former professional poker player Paul Darden. I want to see David West and Mike Tomlin on pay-per-view, knife fights, live. (laughs) Knife fights live. They ate the way. (laughs) You know, so we can edit up the blood a little bit. Um, But, yeah, it's – I've actually been – well, you were joking, but I've been impressed with them and that they're actually six and eight. Um, no, uh, it, it's it is impressive. I agree. Yeah, it's just uh, they're going to be in this sort of, whereas they were supposed to be sort of the ascendant Eastern stars to be here for the next few years. They're just going to be in this kind of weird limbo area of yeah, not really committing one way or the other to what they're going to do with their free future. That that's most of the Eastern teams. Like that's been the Eastern Conference for what a decade. The Eastern Conference is three or four teams, and then everyone else just trying to keep their head above water and be like, "Hey, we've made the playoffs three straight years because we're Atlanta." Well, um, I think Washington is the defi- like finding their identity. Chicago oh, you know, is dealing with their identity <laughs> uh, and still overachieving because of it. Atlanta, you're right. You're on the money about Atlanta. There's five teams this year in the knees. Um, but, the, you know, the, the, you have other teams that just, like, have been trying to even – it feels like they seem to sort of know what they want to do. It's just they can't find the footing to do it. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I Well, let's pose a question to Tope because he's going to ask it. Who would be your disappointing team? I have another answer, but I want to see if anybody else mentions them. No, I – have a little look at my uh the Hornets were the numb num, number one. They should have been they should they shouldn't be four and eleven right now. No. It's having playing good. Lance Stevenson is he's a fucking twerp. <laughs> like he leads a team in rebounds. See, he's he's the asshole little brother. He's the middle like schooler. Five foot two and he picks on his like big brother who's like six foot one and like just pokes him. He's like, stop it. He's, he's the middle he's, Yeah. He's, he's a twerp, exactly right. He's the guy that Scott and I describe as like that fucker that you hate to play street ball with just because it's like he's going to play like too hard. Like, we're just trying to have fun, man. That's what he's me. (laughs) (laughs) Can I go on a quick tangent? So uh, this was 2007. Every Thanksgiving, I would play uh, a game of touch football with like my friends from high school when we were back in town. So we were playing this, like, eight-on-eight game, but one guy had to leave early. So this, like, 45-year-old black guy who basically looked like Lance Stevenson walks up, and he says, my favorite quote maybe of all the time, yo, you got to some speed on your team? <laughs> so he comes up, he's like, we need extra eyes. So it's like, yeah, sure, play. And he does this move. We're playing the game. You know, it's a good game. He has this move. We're on the one-yard line. He runs, like, a two-yard out and then starts to box out, like, my teammate, so he ends up, throw the ball, throw the ball, and box him out. And then he just disappeared into the night. <laughs> and that, and that, that was it. Uh, I like to imagine that when he said he just like pulls drugs out of his pocket. <laughs> uh, and also, that's probably the same exact man that almost killed Rich Zangri and I after a certain style of show uh, and then smoked my done cigarette. Um, but yeah, yeah. On paper, that team should be exactly where Washington and everything else is. If like it just makes sense for them to have an early start and then falter, not the opposite. Uh, uh, then I had the Cavs probably next. Yeah, but uh, that's expectation more than you know. Yeah, uh, Clippers. Yeah, they're up there mostly for the fact that I just looked it up. They're 29th 
in rebounds. Yeah, that's How? stupid. Yeah. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin, and you're 20. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, then probably the Knicks and Lakers, but that's just fan bases more so than yeah. them. <laughs> I'm totally fine not talking about the Lakers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit they were going to be bad. Like, you're surprised? Uh, Look at this fucking team. Well, it's, it's funny because I do agree that the Clippers have been very, very disappointing. Even though they're 8-5, and five, they have a winning record in the West that you know, only get you so far that could maybe get you into the playoffs, but they have the same record as one of the more surprising teams in the league of the Sacramento Kings. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, they, uh, in terms of positive, they'd be my surprising team on the, the positive side. Uh, one more team just before we get on to the Kings for moving on to good surprising. Uh, I was expecting the Pistons also to be better just from an SVG standpoint mm-hmm. and that he's, I think always had a, a winning record. Again, it's early, yeah. But just kind of like the Bobcats with good leadership on the uh, on the coaching position, you know, he should be able to fix Brandon Jennings and Josh Smith. Josh Smith's averaging twelve point eight points a game. That's ridiculous. Like that's that's insane. Uh, I, I think we all got really excited about the prospect of Van Gundy going to Detroit, but I also think it's it was more broke than we expected. Well, and he needs to have time to fix it, but he's still. He's going to need a, more time than, you know, we expected. Way more time than we expected. And then I, I, also the, the two other situations that he came into before were arguably much better than Detroit. Absolutely. But still, again, a talented coach who has very good players on paper. You know, I thought maybe he'd find a way for them to at least coexist at some point to be at 500, 3 and 10. With a team that's got this talent on it is pretty ridiculous. They were they were better last year. They're only scoring ninety two point two points a game. Yeah, burn it and down. Point nine of that to Joel Embiid. Burn it down. Oh, I'm sorry, Joel Anthony. Yeah, Same I was say Joel Embiid. Joel Whatever. Anthony. Um. Yeah. Oh, but Sacramento. Hey man, Sacramento, Sacktown. How about I it? Mean, we have we we say it on our other podcast when Augie's inside somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> That's what he says too. Um, <laughs> he is coming into his own, and it's awesome. It's great to see. Finally, yeah. And he's got this team again on paper is is pretty good. Like if you look at like Rudy Gay, put the chorizo down. Hmm. Um, Collison, I've always really liked Aaron Collison. I think he gets a lot of shit for just basically being Chris Paul's understudy. Yeah. But he's good at, you know, he can start in the league. And McLemore is playing better. Mm-hmm. This team is going to fight with the Suns and the Pelicans to be that new West Coast team. I think there's room for one of them. And I think all three have a really good chance at, at getting there. It just depends on who's, who breaks who ends up being a bigger dividend boogie phoenix as a whole or anthony davis who i think ultimately is, is what wins out yeah can we talk about anthony davis in the the future five-time mvp of the league <laughs> <laughs> anthony davis is so good he's too good he it, needs to be stopped it's it's insane what day was jesus born again <laughs> what, what was that what day was Jesus born again? <laughs> we need to change that day to Anthony Davis's birthday. I mean, 
if you want to bring religion into it, talk about God overcompensating for one flaw. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh he oh my god, he is two he's averaging two point two steals a game too. Yeah. No, the, the, the stat page for the, the Pelicans is ridiculous because it's four things of Anthony Davis, uh assists, which he's not gonna get that many assists, but still. And then he's second on the team in, in field goal percentage. Everything else he's leading the team in. He's having a 26 and 11 as a, like a seven foot player, but he also has fucking two and a half steals a game and almost four blocks, which we knew was going to happen. But yeah, how many, how many wins on his own is he worth? responsible for? Worth, yes. On that team or just in general? Like if he went to any other team in the league, how many wins in is he In general, bring? if he goes to any team in the league, how many wins do you know he's bringing to that team? I was going to say like, 15 or 20. Yeah. I that I mean Yeah, I'd say at least 15 or 20 just because he's he's going to become unguardable at a certain point. Uh he's 20 something bleeping years old. How like is he like 22? He's 21. Yeah. He's born March 11, 1993. He makes 80% of his free throws. I hate my life. Does not turn. <laughs> does not turn the ball over. For God, so much usage and yeah, yeah doesn't turn it. It's great, but you got you got to cut you got to cut the brow, man. You got to split. You got to split in the middle. Never assimilate. It's America. His, it's his brand now. He can't. How's how's the man gonna get pussy? He can't. He can't have two two brows. I think he's doing just fine. <laughs> I, think, exactly I think he'll manage. What I want to hear. <laughs> never shame. Never shame. I don't think. Yeah, he's he in New Orleans. He could do Paul Shear's crawdad man and still get a <laughs> and still get pussy. Uh, funny about New Orleans. I was just talking to our good friend Osman last night, who went to New Orleans for his birthday. Uh, and he had a great time, he said, but he said, uh, when you're in that city sober, it dawns on you just how dirty it is. Yeah. I've heard that before. And that it's (laughs) like, you can't do it sober. It's bad. It's real bad. It's just old and like kind of spooky. Like (laughs) that's, that's, I I don't know why you would be there and not be drunk. If you smoke them, got them. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I fully expect the Pelicans to be the eighth playoff team in the West and for Sacramento to drop off. Uh, after playing them in 2K15, I have no idea why Dallas is anything worth anything above anything. I, I The first thing I said when I lost like 30 to Tope last night was, fuck Tony Cole. Because <laughs> this team is... Carlisle, bro. Yeah, he's got to be good. <laughs> Look at this team. This team, this team in 2006 would be amazing. Yeah, and they're still good in 2014. Mm-hmm. Jeez, their bench is ugh. with with their big offseason acquisition completely underperforming. Totally shitting the bed so far. That too. <laughs> Dirk's, you know what? They're also Dirk's only playing twenty eight minutes a game. Yeah, no, just looking at the time, the minutes. This is they're on a Spurs schedule. Looks yeah, like. yeah. So that, I mean, that, that's probably playing, helping. The only two playing over thirty minutes a game are Monte Ellis and Chandler Parsons. 
J.J. Perea is averaging eight points a game. Let's get off this page now. <laughs> Which is another – uh, he was the Spurs when he beat me as the Mavs in 2K15, and he was making threes with D.L., and I was getting livid. He's like, <laughs> he, he can make those. I'm 100% should be right mad at that. I'd shoot so many threes in that game. Well, so do I. I mean, you think I'm bad, Rich? No. Tope is bad. <laughs> I've started shooting a lot of threes in 2K14 because I've refused to assimilate yet. <laughs> yeah, it's uh well we'll we'll talk about it right now. Uh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm a little disappointed this year. They did a couple things that they added a shot meter underneath every player. I, I if we can there's a way to turn it off. Topa and I didn't figure it out. But um it's very particular. It's much harder to shoot jump shots in the game That's unless cool. you're really great at them. And also kind of takes away some of the suspense in that like, if you hit it perfectly, it shows you that you've hit the shot perfectly. So yeah. it's like, oh, well, this is going in. Like, That's it nice. kind of takes away from it. Um, rebounding is much better, finally. I was going to um, say, that could probably play into how you play defense, too. Because if you see they make it perfectly, it's just like, all right, well, I'm not even going to, like, get in position for the rebound. I'm just going to start transitioning on defense. Absolutely. That's um, shitty. There's a, there's a lot of more, like, loose. Like, it, the game feels a little more clumsy. Mm-hmm. Which like there's a lot of loose balls and kicks and we said the same thing about the game last year too. It's worse this year. I mean, you get used to it in 14, and this it's just like, oh my god, this is garbage basketball. Um, I I pump fake about 150 times a game, and I'm fucking hit, and I, I just go to basically tap to put my hand up, and I'm falling over Topek <laughs> in real life. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm in the he's in the bonus with like. Four minutes left in the second quarter. Good God. Um, I mean, it still looks great. It's still it's still a shit ton of fun, and it's the best sports game out there. But I'm a little disappointed. And again, this is only on the 360 version. I'm hopefully going to have a newer version soon. Wink, wink, hint, hint. My wife doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a little, little disappointing. Um, but man, are the Cavs fun to play as. And man, are the Toronto Raptors and Dallas Mavericks aggravating as hell to play as. <laughs> yeah, I've been, like I said, I've been playing a lot of 2K14 lately. And I had to fantasy draft. I had to redraft my league just because I was getting sad that I still had to play as LeBron and I didn't have <laughs> LeBron anymore in real life. And so I drafted a new team. Really like them a lot. Who you got? Uh, I have uh, Russell Westbrook at the, Re- Russell Westbrick at the point. Not Russell Westbrook, totally different guy. Right. Uh, no, not in this league, bro. He's shooting over sixty percent. Right. Um, I have Westbrook. I have uh, Danny Green. I have Wes Matthews. I have uh, Kenneth Fareed and Al Horford. And Very then good. coming off the bench, I have Lance Stevenson. I have Patty Mills. So I already have two Spurs on my team, and I was cringing, but they're really good to play with. Uh, you know, Dan- Danny Green's really good. Tope shot, I think, 40-some points with Danny Green last night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, in the fourth quarter, when he hit, like, three in a row, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> I was so dejected. I was like, who is this? Like, uh, who else? I also have Jimmer. Uh, he's fun. Oh, that's why you're shooting a lot of threes. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was going to say, oh, I was playing a few weeks ago. And, you know, I had the, the commentary up. Because the commentary, I don't. I hope it's stayed the same level. Commentary is still great. Good, of course good. it is. It's the best. Like, in a, like we had a blowout game. Uh, like, I was blown to about like, 20, 30 points. And then he just talked about the D-League for, like, 10 minutes. And it was, like, riveting. <laughs> awesome. was, like, this is great. Yeah, they're just, like, they're just talking. They're, like, not even playing attention to the game. They're just talking about whatever. Well, so I was playing, and the commentary was on. And 
uh, I had it up a little bit and Robert just comes, my roommate, Robert just comes running out from his room down the hall. And he's like, did you, did you somehow figure out how to get basketball on our TV? Cause we don't have cable and we don't have pass. Oh, he's like, yeah. do, do I hear basketball? Do I, and I'm like, no, I'm just playing. He's like, Oh, Damn. <laughs> that's how good it is, man. It's the best commentary in any sports game ever. And it has so been for excited. years. It's so, it's so great. And then so um, deflated. Um, well, Molly, you could sit this one out. Uh, well, actually, hold on, because Tope just went outside, so. Oh. He got a call. Um, so, pause. Well, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, basketball-wise? Yeah. Uh, let's see who we have. In, uh, Washington's been playing really good. Chicago, I'd also put a little bit disappointing, just because, I mean, that's going to be like that because of Derrick Rose. They can't stay healthy. They can't stay healthy. It's, 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 I keep saying it's, but. Man, because the that city because gets bummed out. It kind of sounds like itis, which Chicago has permanently. <laughs> it has the itis. <laughs> um, I look forward to in five years where Noah just like gets like elbowed on the court and he just shatters in a million pieces. And like, well, yeah. that was overdue mm-hmm. because everyone else fell apart. He's been um, willing himself into health for the last three years. Yeah, uh, we we talked to Nelson about Cleveland. How you feeling about Miami? Well, this is what I was going to let you sit out on. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll come back to that then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Miami, though. No, I, I want to wait for Tope. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta's Atlanta. Um, I'm surprised Milwaukee's 7-7. Seven and seven. What is Atlanta? Hold on. I know they're 6-5, and five, but like, There's, how's Horford doing? Because he's back, right? Um, period. I haven't seen a lot of Atlanta, um, admittedly. See, it's been Paul Millsap, Jeff T. as you'd expect. Orford, 13 points, six boards, nothing out, nothing outrageous. No. Um, uh, again, one last thing about 2K15. The first game we played random was, I believe, was that the game I was the Wizards? Who were a lot of fun to play as, even without Bradley Beal. Yeah. Um, I think it was Wizards-Hawks. And Tope was like two for 18 with Kyle Korver from three. Because it was like the first game we played with this new shot meter. Uh, yeah. And he was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Hawk, you know, Hawks are Hawks. Bucks are Bucks. Uh, Brooklyn, I have no idea who's even on Brooklyn anymore. Is Kevin Garnett still in the league? Yeah, <laughs> still yeah. he's still there. Yeah, good for him. Uh, a paycheck. The Magic, I imagine, or I mean, they didn't look at last night, but the Magic are, are feisty and going to be up-and-coming mm. hungry Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. <laughs> That's not count. That's a phrase that I use nowadays. Uh, well, like that's the way. That's the way you tank. The way they tank. <laughs> that's what you're supposed. Like that's the Warriors model. That's yeah. and it's the Raptors. That's what you should do to tank. It's with your chin held high. Exactly. Like, and you're trying to win. You're putting the best talent. But in two years, they can add like a big free agent. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's um? And they're set. Who's uh? They look a little underwhelming. Peyton looks a little underwhelming so far. It's uh, a very underwhelming team, but they do a lot of little things well. And yeah. if they can be a team, a unit together of five, then they should be a good team. I just mentioned Alfred Peyton before we talk about a couple more teams. Who is Jabari Parker, the the rookie of the year so well, far? I just don't have a rookie of the year this year. <laughs> <laughs> Why? We had the best class ever. Yeah, and they're all underperforming like crazy jabari parker's 11 points in about five and a half boards a game 29 minutes 
Uh, Alfred Payton, I just saw he was like six points, five assists, nothing major. Um, oh, I meant to look at the Greek freak. How's the Greek freak doing? Oh, he's better, you know, whatever. Um, uh, Wiggins, I know, has not been doing well at all. So that's that's my other thing like you said earlier. Is like, of course, you pull that trade. I'm just like, the more and more, like, of course, I wanted Wiggins about everybody else just for upside, but the more and more stuff came out, the more and more it looked like, eh, yeah, defense, sure, but. Then in in ten years when LeBron's gone and and Andrew Wiggins is twenty nine years old and in his prime, what are we what are we left with? If he even makes it to that point, and that and that's a good point. That's a really good point. You could technically say the same. And I hate comparing any of the Spurs to their 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 own. The Spurs are the Miami of 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 NBA in the sense like my yes Miami is technically in the South and yes is technically technically part of Florida. But it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's its own thing. Fair enough. So it's like it's hard to compare. Like, but it's like they're still riding what they have, and they're able to reload every year because they know what they need. But I, I we we will see what Kevin Love is because you ask anyone about Dwight Howard three years ago, it's like you have to get Dwight Howard. True he's defense, he can score, and then you learn it's like okay, he's a tier two player. He's not a. He's not Hall a, of Famer. Yeah, he's not a superstar. <laughs> yeah. He needs he needs at least one, if not two, other people on his team to win a championship. Uh, Wiggins, uh, Wiggins actually probably averages the most twelve and a half points a game, um, which is surprising uh, compared the Timberwolves. Every single yeah, Timberwolves. Uh, every single uh, team leading position is led by somebody different. <laughs> Kevin Martin is their lead is their leader in points. Ooh, he's out for like six to eight weeks now. Yeah, with like 20 points. Uh, Pekovic in rebounds. Rubio, of course, in assists. Corey Brewer with steals. And Dang with blocks. So they're consistent. And Anthony Bennett's still down here somewhere. He's averaging seven and a half points per game. Good for him. Uh, I was so wrong about him. What, be coming back? I was like, oh, baby, he, this is his time. I would have probably been more upset than the decision if Anthony Bennett turned into like a 20 and 10 player. It's like we had the worst fucking number one pick in NBA history, and he turned out to be amazing. Are you <laughs> kidding me? So I'm happy for that one. Uh, all right, so now Tope's here, Rich. I'll sit this what one would out. Be, real quick, what, what would have been worse? Like, uh, all right, three scenarios. LeBron, well, no, they, that turns into just the other scenario okay so what's what would be worse this Cavs team in its current iteration iteration uh just actually being what they are right now and they'll just never figure it out uh or LeBron never comes back and you have two well essentially two number one overall picks that are just just the shits uh, I would rather I would rather be disappointed by expectations than just stuck with shit because at never least have expectations at all. Exactly. Then just never then just never have it to begin with. I would rather I would rather. And also at a certain point, it's just like, man, how many of these picks are we going to fuck up? Because <laughs> then it becomes like an every year thing where I can get disappointed twice. <laughs> it's like, OK, cool. We didn't make the playoffs. We won like 28 games. Well, at least we got the. Fucking draft pick. Nope, we signed the one-armed guy from the UF's basketball team. Awesome. <laughs> and can we just talk really, really briefly about this? And number one picks with the Cavs. Because, like, Bill Simmons obviously was like, oh, you can't let this happen. But if you look at all the number one picks they've had, they when they got LeBron, obviously, they were by far the worst team in the league. You know, yeah. 
when they got Kyrie, I want to say when they got Kyrie, that was a Clippers pick, right? It was a Clippers. No, no, no. The yeah, the Clippers pick from for Baron Davis. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Baron. So it's not even their pick. Then they were the third worst team when they got Bennett, mm-hmm. and then they were like the eleventh worst team when they got Wiggins. So honestly, they got lucky once, like really, really lucky once. Uh, no, twice because the Clippers pick they had a very small percentage as well. The Clippers That's pick true. I think was like the second or third least <laughs> likely to to hit, and it was protected. Oh, it was unprotected, but obviously, uh, but um, different with the league, the uh, it would have been completely different. And, and, and yeah, absolutely. And you figure the year that we actually were the worst team at the year after LeBron left, we were the worst of this next to worst. Worst, yeah. Well, the worst. We got we were the fourth pick that year. We got we still got the number one pick because of the Clippers pick. Yeah. We didn't get it because of the best odds we had. So we actually got dicked over in that fucking draft. We had Cleveland luck. And then somehow – because of Dan Gilbert's stupid sp- son with spina bifida or whatever he has. Um, so, yeah, so, no, we're, we, you know, we ain't going to be there for a while, hopefully. Go ahead, Richard. Uh, that'll be it for the blank slate. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. Ah, I'm not, I'm, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm going to say nothing but awesome things about the Heat. I love them. <laughs> You, you specifically said, Mullet, you can sit this one out when I brought up the heat. I know, I was just fucking with you. We'll talk to Tope about it. I want to hear while I go get a water. Yeah, let's well, talk about the heat. Uh, aside from my one qualm with the heat is... And this is something that every fan of their team should probably be saying is... I would like for the minute allocation on this team to be more so structured like the Spurs instead of the way they structure it and just letting Dwayne Wade sit for as long as he wants. Um, (laughs) uh, I didn't do this last season, but this season I do follow Dwayne Wade on Instagram and every night of a game, he posts something that he's every night that he's sitting out a game. He posts something like, man, wish his hamstring was feeling better. Got to get out there with my rest of my warriors and shit like that. Just like, no, you just, no, you just said that to Instagram. You don't give a shit. It's on Instagram. You you just had a fashion show the other night. <laughs> God damn it! But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I dig it. Like Dwayne Wade is is leading the team in assists, and I love it. Uh, you know, Bosch is is playing great. Uh, you know, overall he's he had a bit of a rough patch uh, for a little bit, but yeah, Dang's been a, a you know a productive addition to the team. About Shabazz um, Napier, man. Look, you know, it's been a shitty year for rookies. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said about him. It's what's the worst thing I've ever said about him? <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> well, I'm just uh, surprised if you remember because I don't. Uh, I think actually the worst thing you've ever said is you don't say anything. Just uh, we'd watch those highlights of him getting like two for eighteen in summer league, and you just go <laughs> for like three minutes. Right, that rings a bell. <laughs> Uh, what happened to Josh McRoberts? Why is he only playing like 12 minutes a game? Because he's uh, he's a little banged up, and he's admitted himself that he's not playing good basketball right now. Um, so, you know, hopefully he can 
sort of find himself again, find his stride, and be able to, to contribute to the team. If if we can get McRoberts to contribute to the team, then that's even better, you know? Same thing with Birdman. Birdman's barely playing, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I wish I knew because I wish I was watching more games this year, but I just don't have TV. Yeah. Um, and my internet's shitty enough to where I can't even go against the law and stream it. But, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a weird season, and they just need to keep their, you know, head above water in the East. And I'd like to see what they could do in the in the playoffs. I wouldn't want to play them in the first round. No, certainly not. They, I, yeah, they would be a they, they will be a second round playoff team. I think I would honestly, at this point, again, this is me saying that at this point in the season, I'd love to to four months from now travel back to November twenty fifth, two thousand and fourteen, and and see me say this again but i would kind of be absolutely fascinated with a heat calves playoff uh, matchup in the playoffs storylines aside just matchups would you guys bet anything if that happened i've been waiting for a head shaving bet uh have you been waiting or have you been hoping for a head shaving bet? <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of both. <laughs> <laughs> kind of both. So if I lose, it'd be like, well, finally I got a reason to shave my fucking head, so that's good. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's gotta it's gotta be more devastating than that. It can't be I'm not gonna be <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be fucking duped again into a head shaving bet that benefits the loser. <laughs> Last time we did this just for historical purposes. Tony Colt, friend of the show, and I had a bet on the uh, the Champions League game in 2006 or seven, seven. Uh, whatever it was. Yeah, 2007, Liverpool versus AC Milan. AC Milan won, and I shaved Tony Colt's head, and he just looked like a fucking steel fox. And started <laughs> drowning in pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I jump-started that man's dick through his scalp. <laughs> Can't jump stop my dick. Uh, and funny, uh, funny fact on Twitter that uh, Tope found: uh, LeBron James and Kyrie Irving have played more career minutes together than Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose. <laughs> there you go. There hit him. Also, I think it was I think it was Simmons that said uh, LeBron has more career minutes than Jordan. Yes. <laughs> God. Yeah. Like if think you about take that. playoffs into account, he has more career minutes than Jordan That's already. Fucking sick. But yeah, um, I would be willing to take suggestions from people on Twitter if you have any suggestions for some stakes. If there is a Miami-Cleveland matchup in the playoffs, please go ahead and send them in to at Blank Slate Pod on Twitter or Blank Slate Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and, you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, it, when when we do cross that bridge, when we get there, it'll be nice to have things uh, to choose from. It will be. Um any other i mean you know we kind of glazed over a lot of the west the west is really good um yeah you know <laughs> i'm not san antonio was going to be fine uh i'm surprised that houston's been as good as they are um but at the same time not that surprised no i'll, I'll try for one reason they're, they're number 2 defense in points allowed this year houston yeah they're allowing 91 points a game uh, speaking of defense and Houston, do you see? Do you guys see those new uh, Foot Locker commercials for like the big event or whatever it is? 
Yeah. He said that I, James... I saw I saw the one with what's his name with with the but other did guy. You, but... Did you see the one with James Harden though? No, I haven't. It's fucking great. Uh, I highly suggest. I'm not gonna go ahead and spoil it now. I highly suggest you listening to go watch it. You guys watch it. All those commercials are really hilarious because they have the one with that that guy. I don't know that guy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start referring to him as that on the other podcast as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one with James Harden. One with Manny Pacquiao and another that I'm forgetting, and it's but they're all really fucking funny. I'll definitely have to check and out. They're the all on that, YouTube too. Yeah, I'll have to check out the uh, the the one that you're referring to. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think pretty much covered. Is there anything else that we're missing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Tope. Anything else in your big, big ass book? Yeah, let's see what's in my big ass book. I'll go through everything I have in my book, <laughs> like as quick as possible. Uh, Golden State's really good. Hey, go Kings! Oh my God, the Pacers! Hey, the Wizards! That they're playing really well. Raptors, man, could they be the number one overall seed? Houston playing really well. Portland, when they're gonna go down? Orlando, I like them a lot. Hornets, really bad. Cavs, they're get better. Clippers, come on, man. Knicks, Lakers, one superstar got to get better. Seventy Sixers, really on fourteen. Gasol, Davis, Rondo. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could have fucking been done with this in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Thanks for letting us be blowhards. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, shit. Thanks for listening to the Blank Slate. <laughs> uh, like I said, Twitter uh, at Blank Slate Pod. Email Blank Slate Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, uh, my own plugs. Check out the audiobooks that I've been recording. They're on sale now at Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. Uh, one's a, a kid's book series called Sky Castle. The other, uh, how to do research for your novel. Check that out. And also, you can find me on Twitter, at Rich Cammy, on Instagram, at Rich Cammy 4 And that's it for me. You guys? Uh, for me, at your host, Mullet, on Twitter. Of course, uh, you can listen to all the other podcasts that are part of the unfortunately named Poswoggle Network. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which hopefully will be changing very, very soon. Uh, hint, 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 wink to uh, things planned for the future. But uh, Married with Movies, the podcast I have with my wife, is available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Potswoggle.com. And Potswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment, the uh, other show that I host, uh, is there as well. iTunes, Stitcher, and Potswoggle.com. Tope? I don't have a podcast that I host. Uh, but I do have a Twitter, Dr. Tobanjo, uh Ph.D., that the PhD is what I am, not what. Okay. A pretty I, hot dude, am I right? Hey, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I also have an incident. I, was, I said it because you kissed my wife yesterday. <laughs> our content. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> over the shirt. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was on Instagram. I made one of these things. At I made one of these things. And uh, yeah, I, I uh, Instagram stuff. Pictures. Woo. My latest one is about white people. And if you can be friends with Tope on Facebook, do it. He has the best Facebook posts in the history of Facebook every single time. Uh, I would have died to have been there as you stared at a kid eating a donut. <laughs> it was so good, too. <laughs> it's one of the coldest ice things I've ever fucking seen or read. It was fantastic. Um, yeah. Okay, if you want to be friends with me on Facebook, just uh, friend me and I will accept <laughs> without even checking. I think you can like subscribe to people on Facebook. You know, you don't have to be. Doesn't have to be like a fan page. 
No, no, no. I think you could just like subscribe to what someone's stuff. Oh. Yeah, not like a fan page, but just like subscribe to them. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. You can follow them on Facebook. Um. Also, well, let's just. Re- uh, you want to just read that uh, donut thing? Let me find it. Oh, you took one of my fucking games. I meant to tell you, by the way, you dick. Wait, what? <laughs> the fantasy football. I was gonna go back in time and like oh. ten years and be like, who's the number one fantasy quarterback? Like, uh, but it's, we can still use it because you can just pick a different year. All right, you go ahead. Somebody. Oh, I gotta read. It. Yeah, it was you. Yeah. Yeah, but I like it's. I like, mean, you know, I guess you could just tell us the story and <laughs> to read your own <laughs> words. <laughs> they don't have to. It's not gonna be. Uh, so basically, I was getting on my flight to Orlando. Uh, this was this would be Friday. The, Friday before Thanksgiving. And, you know, I wanted donut. I was a little bit hungry. So I went to a donut shop called Doe that is uh, by my work. And I went in and, you know, I'm eating donut. And I'm noticing this kid, this annoying, blonde-headed, bowl-cut, buck-toothed son of a bitch. <laughs> Probably couldn't count to 12. Just crying and begging him, another, another donut. All right. And just going. And his mom's like, mom's being a saint. Like, no, you can't have another one. Just wait till your brothers and sisters finish, and then we're going to leave. And he keeps crying, and he's like, I hate you. I hate you. You're the worst. So I'm watching this whole thing, enjoying my delicious donut. And I'm about to leave because I, I don't want to hear it anymore, and I got to go catch my flight because I'm, I'm running a little close. So I get up to leave, and I stop and think, man, I'm not hungry at all. <laughs> like, I'm actually really full, and that donut really didn't make me feel that good. I'm going to get another donut. <laughs> so I go up, paying another three dollars for a donut because they were huge donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I sit back down, not at the seat I was at, but directly in front of this child. And I just it's if that if you were a blind person, you think I was just having sex because I was thinking <laughs> like, mm, <laughs> why would God make a donut so good? I was just. Eating it and eat, and then I just I made eye contact with him at least five times. I'm like, <laughs> "This is what you get, kid. You, this is on you." And I didn't mention this in the uh, my Facebook status, but I left like a bite <laughs> <laughs> and just left it on the table and walked out cold as ice. <sighs> and that was your first ever. <laughs> oh, that is, I forgot. And that is when I that was my first ever I'm an adult moment. <laughs> when I was the first time I was reading the story, I was like, oh, how sweet. Toby's going to get this brat a donut. <laughs> like, <laughs> gave the kid a donut. It's like, take that, mom. Give your kid a goddamn donut. <laughs> I, you, the retelling of that story had so much more vitriol than the Facebook post. It really did. <laughs> Well, when whenever my Facebook post, I'm like, man, this is a, who's gonna fucking read this? this? Is a long post, and then and there's so much more to the story. But I'm like, yeah, it's kids are brats. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, don't have them. Uh, so that'll be it for the blank slate. <laughs> <laughs> Says Richard Edward Camelucci the fourth. No, there's someone that I know that has a much stronger stance on how many ki- kids people should have. Um, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for our birthing podcast. Yeah, exactly. Our uh, our uh, I forget the name for it. Never mind. Doesn't matter. We're fucking done. Uh, catch us later. T- delete it. Whatever. <laughs> Bye. And, and we end with a whimper. <laughs>
Uh, I don't think Tope's story was a whimper. Just oh, me, oh. like, completely fucking sputtering out at the end. Yeah. Let's go, girls. This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.